open sesame. Oh, yes. Wouldn't it be so awesome for everybody's mind to be open that simply and that easy? So I'm going to say it again. Open sesame. And welcome back to episode 161 of Free to Just Be, that podcast identifying and helping pluck out those matrix attachments so humanity can learn how to take their power back. And this is episode six of Open Your Mind Monday. And this here is the hippie freak of the South sending out love, light, prayer, and high, high vibrations in your direction. And I hope my voice finds you today in great health with vibrant energy today and every day you wake up on this beautiful planet. And yes, we are going to talk about Open Your Mind Monday once again. And I am so glad that you stopped by. And today, the aspect of Circle of Life and Tai Chi Gung that this hippie is going to share with you, it's, it's all about stillness. I just... I cannot tell you enough about how profound it has been to literally discover that in stillness is all movement. And in movement, you learn how to be still. Yes, so every Monday I come at you, humanity, and I talk about my own personal journey with the Circle of Life or Versaji.com, both the same, the same uh, entity, and um, learning to practice Tai Chi Gong. And today, I, I really wanted to talk about the massive effect that learning how to be still has created in my life. You know, uh, I've been trying for many years to learn how to be quiet in my head, um, to meditate, uh, practice yoga, to just learn how to sit and be quiet. And I really didn't have a whole lot of result, you know, over the years. I've been, I've been quote unquote meditating for a lot of years or attempting to meditate. But I never really could conquer that monkey mind. I would sit down and, uh, you know, try to focus on my breath. And it wouldn't take long at all before I was, you know, traveling down some path that my mind was just taking me on. It was as if I, I didn't have any control of my mind at all. It just kind of ruled the, the show and... You know, I might get one or two quiet minutes out of a, a meditation practice, but I never really got to that place of stillness until I actually began practicing the Tai Chi Gong standing movements, the sitting movements as well. But it really changed everything up. And it it wasn't right out the gates either. It took me... um several weeks before I actually began to recognize that there was literal space between my thoughts. And I'm at the place now over a year later 
where I can honestly tell you that sometimes I will be sitting wherever I'm sitting, whether it's outside, uh, in my living room, on my couch, at the kitchen table, um, in a vehicle. And I'll recognize that I've been sitting for X amount of time and I haven't had a thought in my head. All right, now, if if you've ever tried to meditate, then you know how incredible it is for me to say those words. Especially if you're like the hippie freak and you're a communicator and you like to communicate, you like to read, you like to uh, write, you like words, then it would be that much harder for you to actually come into a place of being able to sila. And remember, sila is one of my favorite old school words, which means pause and ponder. Pause and think about stuff. Well, I've tried to do that for years. But one of the one of the moves, well, all of them, every one of the uh, Qigong moves that I'm practicing now ushers in that stillness. And I, I just can't speak enough about the profundity in that. You know, just I am to the place now where I, I get ready to begin my practice you know, and the very first warm-up movement is you're putting your left hand in front of you and you're putting your right palm on, on top and you're beginning to circle, warming up your hands and opening your heart chakra. I just think about that now. And immediately I feel like the energy, the frequency in my body begins to rise. And it it's so interesting to me that at the same time that my vibrations are getting higher or uh, for the quantum science part of it, uh, so I'm vibrating faster, okay? So the frequencies are faster or higher. They're not low and sluggish. So they're moving faster. But at the same time as the energy moves faster, it quiets my mind down. So automatically I would equate movement or especially fast movement with noise. And I have found it's absolutely the opposite. And it, you know, when I first began this, this journey with Circle of Life, that was one of my, and I, and I'm actually in one of my original journals from well over a year ago, when I first started down this path, when I began my very first 45-day challenge. And I have it circled in red in my journal, and, and it literally says, in stillness is all movement, and in movement I learn to be still. And I remember when I circled it and I thought, this, it, it, this doesn't even make sense to me. And now... A little over a year down the, the line, I, I totally, I get it. I actually get it. And I look so forward to doing these movements. 
the figure eights just immediately get me into this place of just uh, feeling like I'm just floating. I, I picture myself at the lake on a inflatable and I'm just kind of bobbing up and down in the, in the water. That's kind of how it makes me feel. And in doing that movement, it just calms everything down. It literally balances my left and right brain hemispheres. And now I understand that it has actually helped to put space between each of my thoughts, which is just, it's just absolutely phenomenal to think that a movement, a little simple movement, could quiet your brain down as much as it does. It really is, it really is amazing. And then another thing that I I found, um, you know, the world is a whole lot more than increasing your speed. You know, most people, masters at whatever it is that they're masters of. You'll, you'll never catch them saying, I need to slow down. No, it, the world is all about, you know, we got to move, got to move, got to make a movie move, you know. Uh, action, action, action. And you very rarely hear slow down. And yet, um, it's funny, I, I go back to... Uh, one that my husband always told me um, when when he'd get me out on the target range and we'd be practicing um, our shooting skills. And way back in the day when we went to our first rifle and pistol classes, uh, we were told that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And that is very, very true in how everything began for me in practicing Tai Chi Gong. You know, in the very beginning, I had to be very, very slow so that I could make sure that I was doing the movements correctly. And then, just like anything else in life, it becomes second nature. And you know the movement so well that, you know, you don't have to think about it anymore. And then I found myself focusing on, on the breath. And why, why is your breath so important? Well, it's because your breath is the bridge between your energy field and your body. And we have been so disconnected from our bodies that we don't even realize that everything is attached, everything is cyclical. And so then after I got the movements down, then I would be focusing on what my breath was doing. And eventually, it's just, it's just as I learned in the beginning. And now, especially by the end of Body Twist, which is the uh, second qigong standing movement after you do the warm-ups man when i get up to the release part of the body twist movement 
it is, <laughs> I, I have so much space in my mind. I, I, it's literally like a blank chalkboard or an empty room. And I can just sit in there in peace because all this other floating crap that has always harassed my, my thinking and my peace. I, I've actually have begun to train it to just take the back burner. Our mind never stops, folks. It's always in the background. It's like, it's, it's never quiet. Unless you decide to make it that way. And doing these movements and focusing on the move and focusing on the breath. And then you just find yourself doing the movement. And you don't even have to think about it anymore. Because now you're in this awesome space of peace and contemplation, and freedom, and liberty. You know, Latu, um, who, you know, his his real name is Boganathar, and he, he is the yogi who, the yoga master, who um, went from India and traveled to China and practiced his yoga outdoors for decades. And then brought us Tai Chi Gong. And what he's quoted as saying is this, he who knows does not say. He who says does not know. The Tao that can be named is not the eternal Tao. And boy, I, I really, really, really got that. Now, not only the first part, he who knows does not say. I, I had to really contemplate about sharing this. Cause how do you share that you, you, your mind has stopped? How, how do you keep your mind open when you feel like there's no thoughts in it? <laughs> it it's like a miracle. And so part of me wanted to just, you know, say you have to experience it yourself, which is the truth. You really need to try Tai Chi Gong in order to literally have that experience in real time to know how it feels to not only keep your mind open, but as it's open to recognize that you're sitting there, and you're not even thinking. It, it, it is truly the most spacious, the most luxurious feeling to realize that your mind isn't going, or it is, and it's so far in the background. It's a beautiful thing. And I also, the second part about the Tao that can be named is not the eternal doubt. Well, my poor husband, he, he got the, the brunt of that, you know, again, as per usual, 
when the hippie freak gets all excited about something, she wants to share it. And of course, the first one who gets the brunt of that sharing is going to be my husband. He's my best friend. He's the one that lives with me. He's the one that's around me all the time. And that's exactly what I did. But the more I spoke about the Tao, the more I spoke about Tai Chi Gong, for a long time, it was the less my husband wanted to hear about it. And then I recognized that, wow, I, I need to close my lips and keep my heart open and just allow my husband to see the differences in my life and in our marriage and in our household. And I tell you, there's a whole lot more unity in our marriage since I've discovered that uh, if I keep speaking about it, then I'm not really exhibiting the true eternal truth. And eventually, as I show him the power of peace in my own life, he will eventually reach out for it naturally all on his own. Because the peace internally from practicing Tai Chi Gung has been absolutely immense in my life. And I am so grateful to have found a place where I can, I can take myself at any point in any situation now. And with a few deep breaths, I can go inside and be quiet and peaceful and recognize that this is the gift that I discovered, that I, I didn't practice for 40 plus years. I was trying. I, I surely was trying. I tried about everything. But it was doing these simple, easy, don't even break a sweat movements that really set my mind free. Because you see, Tai Chi Gong truly is a spiritual art. It's, it's not a religion. It's a spiritual art in my right hand and an exacting science that brings together mind, body, and, and soul. And everything else that goes with it, the meridians, your body organs, you know, all of your inner and outer body all comes together. So you take that spiritual art in your right hand and the exacting science in your left and you bring them together and you have wholeness and balance. You have Tai Chi Gong. So if you're curious about what balance would look like 
in your world, then you owe it to yourself to at least try Tai Chi Gong. Because you might be blown away. You might realize, oh my gosh, what, what have I been keeping from myself? <laughs> That's what Tai Chi Gong has done for the hippie freak of the South. It's quieted my monkey mind, and I'm so, so, so incredibly grateful. And today I'm going to close with a testimony from Karen Freming. And she posted this yesterday on 1120 on the Circle of Light testimonial page. And she titled it, Exhilarating and Humbling Journey. I've been doing the 45-day challenge for about nine months. In that short period, I feel like I've become rooted in the center of the earth. And at the same time, I'm connected to the divine. I feel an ease and even a joy about life now. Boy, I know that feeling well. When walking at a nearby lake the other morning, I kept seeing these extraordinarily beautiful vignettes. An aigrette at the edge of the water with a boathouse in the background, looking through a branch of vibrant red leaves only to reveal a family of ducks swimming at the water's edge then geese flying overhead through the mist that had suddenly settled on the lake. It was as if time was suspended, and each new scene was more breathtaking than the last. Then I felt as if God was inside me, seeing everything that I was seeing. Whoa, this felt so amazing, humbling, and very, very profound. Though it seemed as though I was walking half an inch above the ground, and the Holy Spirit was walking me, also so incredibly profound. My practice of Tai Chi Gong is transforming my life one day at a time. And as I keep practicing, my experiences get more profound and last longer. I am finally feeling connected to all that is. And I know it is totally in my control if I want to continue growing and staying connected. Reassuring, exhilarating, and humble at the same time. And I am very grateful. Thank you, Karen Freming, for that beautiful testimony. And thank you, humanity, for joining me today on this sixth edition of Open Your Mind Monday. And I hope my experience with Circle of Life and Tai Chi Gong has piqued your interest and your curiosity. So much so that you begin your own 45-day challenge today. And you too can experience that peace that passes understanding. And you'll understand... (laughs) Exactly what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. How in stillness is all movement. And in movement, we begin to learn to be still. 
This is the hippie freak of the South saying, keep your mind open. Peace out.